Welcome to Rumiki Talks podcast. I'm your host, Konstantin Starodetsky. This is a space where I interview professionals from the entertainment industry and discuss popular film-related topics with my co-host and producing partner, Romana Dinevska. Our goal is to help and motivate aspiring filmmakers to get their films made. Enjoy. Welcome to the Rumiki Talks. Today we're going to chat about new way of watching movies. If you haven't heard, Paramount Studios recently released the movie Mean Girls on TikTok. And you can watch the entire movie on TikTok. It was split into, I think, 22 parts. So each section is roughly about like two minutes. So we're going to chat about that. I don't care. Yeah, I I think it was very interesting and surprising. And I'm sure uh, that a lot of the... Um, TikTok girlies were super excited about it because, you know, it's a cult classic and um, it's really fun. It's a really fun movie still. So I think it does uh, fit the age group on TikTok. Um, so it's an interesting marketing strategy. Um, and I think it's kind of reviving the movie in a way. But I don't necessarily agree with chopping movies into parts and mm. making them available um, on social media platforms. What do you think, Constantine? Do you agree with this? Do you do you think it's right to do that? The first time you told me about it, I was shocked. It was like, can can be true. And so I did go to TikTok and I checked and it was true. It It is <laughs> in horizontal format, You but you watch it vertically, so there are a lot of black space the black bars on mm -hmm. top and bottom it's kind of weird because I, I i thought i'm gonna you know lean the phone and, and it's gonna turn into like a white screen but it didn't i don't know maybe something wrong with my settings but i don't think it just turns i don't think it works that way on tiktok i kind of started watching it watched a few scenes i mean show a few of my co-workers they also were like what the whole movie is on tiktok yeah and that's that was my experience i haven't seen the entire movie yet what do you think Rumi? Well, now when I think about it, I think that's actually worse than kind of cropping it into a vertical format because from what you're telling me, it was kind of like you watch it vertically, mm -hmm. but like the video is like in the middle, right? Yeah, yeah. And there's like a lot of black space and the, the screen is like even smaller. Mm -hmm. So that's just not how movies are meant to be watched, you know? Um there's something really special to watch them in theaters on a big screen. And it seems like it's, the screens are getting smaller and smaller. And we are watching films on our phones, you know, from our homes, in our on our phones, on our tablets. A lot of filmmakers don't like it because it, essentially we put so much work into the art form, you know, you want to see it on a big screen and you want to like have it like a group viewing experience versus like an individual watching at home because it, there's just something special about it. But I don't think that's the main issue with it. It's just kind of like, what are the parameters of doing something like that? Like how do the actors get paid? Do they get royalties from releasing their film on TikTok? Do they get anything from it, you know? So I think mm. this is where the problem lies because, like, I don't know how 
how this will present itself in the future with other studios doing something like this. And it seems like, you know, content and movies are becoming blended together. Yeah, I think it's kind of strange that it's happening. Although, I mean, it's the movie everybody knows, at least like, you know, our generation knows. And... They just wanted, I guess, get a new audience with this movie. Maybe it's some sort of a trailer for people to like, oh, it's a cool movie. Maybe I can watch the whole thing and watch it on one of the streaming platforms or like buy it. <sighs> for me, the issue here is that it's not the same as watching the movie. It's pretty much as if you're just watching memes all the time. Mm. It's not like you're watching the whole film. It's like, oh, remember that scene from the movie? And then you go and you watch it. Oh, look, this is. But you know what's interesting? One thing I didn't like is that I wanted to like, kind of find a scene to watch like specific scene but it's only just numbered and mm. you can only can see like the thumbnail of it so the only way you can recognize it is by, by the thumbnail but there's not like brief text describing like what's happening so that was one thing another thing is just again it's not watching the movie it's just watching content on the phone and it's boring and it's just to show someone at work and laugh about it it's not like to watch the entire film yeah, I agree. And I mean, I don't know, maybe there were people that really committed to watching the whole thing in parts. I mean, I know I've watched stuff on YouTube before. I wonder if this decision was made because they thought, you know, the movie's gonna get ripped anyway, people might, or maybe they already have split it into parts on YouTube or anything. So they just decided to do that themselves. But it might be, you know, a marketing trick. Who knows? Maybe they're coming up with a new uh, part of Mean Girls and they know that their target audience is on TikTok and that it will be like a nice treat, you know, to put the whole movie for um, their target audience there just for a day. So I don't know, but I definitely don't think it's something that studios should do permanently. And if we're blending these things together, we're putting our work, you know, movies and series on social media, then there has to be new agreements, you know, on like how everyone will get paid for this and rights and royalties, getting the actors paid and all of that, you know? Well, yeah, paid is one thing, but another thing is actually the viewing experience. Are you going to watch that thing or not? You know, today I was at Target and I kind of got thinking about life while watching at the TV screens. You know how you go to Target and there's like a bunch of TV screens, big 65 inches, 55 inches and more, and they just like cover the entire wall. And I look at them and I was like, hmm, are we now going to be watching most of the stuff on our TVs at home? How many people will still keep going to theaters? Yeah. Or is there space for something entirely new? You know, like... Apple trying to do with their Apple Vision Pro and stuff. I just kind of felt that my, my personal experience of watching movies wasn't like the feeling of watching movies isn't the same as it used to be when I was a kid. When I was a kid, it was all excitement. It was all fun. And I think mainly because I was watching movies mostly in theaters. I was going to theaters watching movies on big screen. And when you watch the movie on the big screen, it gives you a huge impact on your life and everything. And it was easy to do because most of the screenings I went to were free or like very cheap because I had like a student card. But now most of the time of my personal time is being spent watching films on TV, not in theaters. Mm. First of all, because of practical reasons. Second of all, because of, you know, the kind of like 
pandemic effect, you know, even though there's no pandemic, it's still kind of like weirded out going to public places unnecessarily. And third is that you're really going to go watch the movie interiors that you're really excited about. We kind of like at the standstill right now, like a Mexican standoff uh, almost of what the future of watching movies will be, because I don't think movies going anywhere. It's just the question of what kind of form it's going to take. And right now, that's that's what's happening you know even the way of making movies is changing because led panels uh, were invented the volumes you know like the the way that people make movies now allow you to achieve things that were impossible in the past and for that cheap so i guess the main thing is to keep going keep making films keep finding new ways of making it happen because at the end of the day the good content at the end of the day great films they live forever no, people still watching Lawrence of Arabia. And they will be watching it in the future. Imagine that you can watch Lawrence of Arabia on Apple Vision Pro to have a new immersive experience. Mm. Remastering films from the past. And that's all great possibilities for the future. If it's like a poor kid somewhere in, you know, in a distant country where they don't have access to theaters or even big screens, and the only way they can watch a movie is on the smartphone uh, that is like one smartphone per village... Sure, let, let them watch it there. What I don't want is for people watching content as opposed to watching meaningful films that leave you an impact. I want to keep watching great films, whether it's on iPhone, whether it's in theater or somewhere else. All right, and now we arrived at the obsession of the week portion of this episode. So Rumki, what is your obsession? Well, my obsession of the week is sheer socks. They're a really cool fashion statement and you should definitely get your hands on some if you can find them. I got mine on Amazon, you know. I just found some cool patterned ones and I really, really like them. And what is your obsession of the week? Well, this week I'm obsessed with packing for the trip. We are going to Europe. We're going to visit several countries and the future episodes of the Rumiki Talks will be recorded somewhere in Europe and we'll let you know where so we're not gonna bring all of our equipment with us so the sound will be a little bit different but you're still gonna hear us crystal clear thank you so much for tuning in and see you next week bye everyone thank you for listening to Rumike Talks podcast you can find the show notes at rumike.com I'm your host Konstantin Starodetsky my producing partner Rumena Dinevska see ya